You're listening to Voss and Bonnie's My Wife Hates Me on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. But somewhere deep down, she loves him too. Testing one, two, testing three, four, testing five, six, seven, eight. Here we are. We're getting ready to do our podcast. Uh, we're a, a day late and a dollar short. <laughs> a day late and a dollar short. What does that mean? A good start. Good Is that start. a good start? Okay. Why did you bring food out at the podcast? We never had food like this at our podcast. Because I would was be, it hungry. Would, yeah, but you can't eat great. Watch. Here's what we bought. Great. Look. Soda. Talk in your mic. No. 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 All right. I'm not going to sit here and chew during the podcast. Why? You do it with your gum. People hate it. Hold on. Talk. What? First of all, it's rude to just say talk to somebody. It's rude to just say talk to somebody. You don't just say talk. Yeah, talk to fill the dead you know, air. I'm not going to chew and you ain't got gum. Well. Can you? What? The blind. I like it up so I can see outside while I do it. Please. Well, we're sitting in front of our bay window. What's a bay window? Huh? A bay window is a big window. And they call that because it, us- it usually lo- looks looks over a bay uh, you know so people that have a house on the bay or the water they put a big window there so they could sit and look and feel tranquil and they look out their bay window like if it was a window that uh you would look out to towards the mountains it would still be called a bay window because it originated looking at bays okay so bay windows can be used to look into the woods to look at mountains, even to look at a highway, you could still have a bay window. But it all started. Are we done yet? It all started when one We're person done. one person built a big window looking over a bay and said, you know what, I'm going to build a window looking over this bay. And then his wife said, oh, a bay window. And that's where it started. Somewhere, I think it was in Amherst, uh, uh, New Hampshire, uh, was the first bay window and or asleep. or it could have been in um, you know i i don't want to interrupt because obviously this is a fantastic story i didn't think i want to apologize because i used to think that your showbiz stories were the worst thing ever but uh-huh. then your bay window story your construction stories what should we call those your house buildings your, when I your my renovating when I used to oh, re, oh no I used to remodel houses right and I pretty much painting painting houses I had when a big, you're inside just believe me I I don't want to interrupt your but inside your head when you're talking what does it sound like to you great stories 
And here comes a good one. But like, one. does the voice sound nice? The whole package to you is with, if you imagined yourself with your headphones on listening to this. I would say this this is some would you riveting. Be like, this guy's great. Yeah, this is some riveting stuff. And I would not only listen, I would call people in. I would I would I would stand on the mountaintop or I would sit in front of a bay window. But be real for one minute. I'm can I tell a good story? I'm just wanna know. What are you thinking? I'm thinking talking? I I've been around, I have some some good stuff to talk about. I have knowledge, I have experience, I have humor, I have I, I am the package. I have it all. The only thing that I have that gets in my way sometimes is a, a little lisp. A little. With certain letters. And is, but by the way, that is the very it is so far down the list of things that people hate about you. Well oh you want to talk about people that things they hate about me? Because <laughs> if I'm telling you, if we did a poll throughout people that we've met in life, you know, throughout our whole lives, uh-huh. you know, we could even start probably at like eight years old, you know, all the way through entertainment. What's your reg- point? That you would have more people in a percentage that hates you or dislikes you more than they dislike me. Maybe. Huh? That might be true. That's your comeback. That's what you maybe. Well, I wasn't. I, I, I'm not always trying to come back. I'm, I'm having a discussion. I didn't well, know. You oh, I'm sorry, Stiller and Mira. Uh, oh, which one are you? Sti- I'm sorry, Stiller. Uh, well, uh, I didn't know we were constantly. Well, no, you said that I'm hated, and I'm saying that you're probably throughout life hated more. Right, and then I went. Mm, maybe you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I used to remodel houses here, so you want to... And then you say, good comeback. Yeah. That's what you say to me all the time. You say, ooh, good humor. I know, but you were really trying to come back on those. No. You Sometimes you go, no, you do. And that's when I'll pull out the, hmm. When I remember one time... 25 years of comedy experience. What did I do? That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm still doing my my thing, what I say to you. Well, can I... You want me to tell you a, a, a good... Would I... Well, you're not gonna say it. What would you? Peg leg. What's peg leg? Would I peg leg? Yeah. Oh, because you have a would I and a peg leg. You never heard that before. I thought if I'm we're s- gonna be a comedy team, we gotta know these things. I, I I I didn't run in the same circles. Like my friends weren't like farm kids that came <laughs> up with jokes like that. I didn't come we, up with that. We were like tougher kids. If like we said, would I peg leg? We might have got you know. You said, w- beat up. "Would you like me to do this?" I said, "Would I?" Then, as a comedy team, you would say peg leg. Oh, okay. I Let's do it know. again. You want me to tell the story? Uh, would I? Smelly cunt. <laughs> Does that that doesn't go? Oh, you know what? It's a bit of a stretch. All right. I mean, I'll the cunt. <laughs> Not from you. This that is really going nowhere. That was a great comeback, Bonnie. Here's a couple things. I'll tell you, you want me to tell you a contracting story since you brought it up? When I used I to, don't, but I really don't want to have a fight about it. So I guess if you want to tell it. Well, when I used to remodel houses, I had a big business and we would paint a lot of Victorian houses in Plainfield. And uh, I had a big crew. I had a nice crew. And I've told this story before and I'll, and I'll tell it now. Uh we, uh, I, it was my business. When you say you've told the story before, you mean on this podcast? No, just, probably on radio. 
At a cocktail party or something. At radio. radio. On radio. Have you ever been to a cocktail party? Uh, so I remember in the winter, like I had such a, I had a very big business and, and everybody wanted uh, to use my services. So in the winter, people would, I would get down payments to do, uh, to paint their houses. You know, they would line up. And if they wanted me, they'd have to give me a deposit in the winter. Well, in the winter, I spent all the money. Would, what do you mean they would line up? You know, people would say, well, we want Rich Voss contracting like to do our house. on the street, your truck would, your paint truck would no, come down. No, they would, would call run after me. Like a, they would call like an me. ice cream. They would call me. So they wouldn't would physically get, line up. No, they wouldn't physically line up. And I would get deposits, but I had no money and I did drugs. So I would spend all the money through the winter. Then when it came time to paint their house, I had to buy paint and I had to scramble. And and this is, you know, me doing a 10th step, coming clean. I'm coming clean that, you know, I was supposed to use Benjamin Moore paint. How many which times was are you supposed to come paint. clean? What's that? How many times are you supposed to come clean? I don't know, but I'm coming clean right now. Because you always came clean on what's that? whatever radio you were on before. Well, I don't know if I came clean or I was telling it to be funny, but I'm coming clean right now. Anybody, not yeah, everybody. This time you're not telling it to be funny. No, not everybody. <laughs> not make that mistake. Not every house I did, but some of the houses uh, where I was supposed to use Benjamin Moore, the top, you know, top paint, uh, that and Sherman Williams were, were the top notch, top brand paints. Uh, I would uh, use Benjamin Moore cans and pour in like really uh, cheap paint. Like, oh my God! And I would and they, I would go to the job pretending I had Benjamin Moore paint. So oh I'm coming my clean. God. That was during my drug days, and that's something I would never do Morally now. Morally reprehensible. When you get clean, you change. You don't do dishonest things. Some people, I don't. I've never. I don't steal. I don't lie. I don't manipulate. You Why know. did one of our friends? Can I have a piece of? I cheese? never understood. Yeah. I never understood. We're having cheese and grapes. This is our cheese. A Monday when we do our podcast on Mondays, oh which is our this is our first one ever on a Monday. No. It's our second. On Monday? Yeah, because one time you didn't come home until Sunday Okay, night. well, from now on, if we ever do a podcast on Monday, we're going to have uh, cheese and grapes. It'll be called uh, Monday's Podcast. My wife hates me eating cheese and grapes. Wow. <laughs> You're good at improv, I'll tell you that. What did one of our friends do? She got soberish, but she would say you were a dry drunk all the time, remember? To me? She was the fucking worst. She wasn't even sober. She I was know, a but drunk. I'm wondering what she meant by that. I still don't get it. She called me it or her it? Oh, no, no, not herself. She called it to you. Well, a dry drunk. Because you're, somebody, you're still angry or something. Yeah, you're angry still, at her. Uh, she didn't I, really do anything to you. Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, Susie. Oh. Oh. I didn't say her last name. Well, still, come on. She's not listening. Fuck her. Fuck her, Susie. Yeah, fuck you. Because you were never sober, and you used to badmouth 12-step programs, and and all you did was use 12-step programs to try to get ahead in your personal and your uh, career, your personal life and your career. So, She's the one who would call me from a... AA meeting and tell me who was there. I know. She's a creep. <laughs> a creep. A dry drunk is somebody. She would literally be like this. Oh, my God. You would not believe who's here right now. Well, you asked me a question. Do you want the answer? Sorry. I was adding uh, color 
to your bone dry stories. <laughs> so we'll call bone dry stories with Rich Voss. It's not bone dry. It's dry drunk. A dry drunk. No, I meant. No, I don't mean your stories are dry drunks. Your stories are bone dry. I mean all of them. You know what else? Not is just it? the ones about being a dry drunk. You know what I else mean? is bone dry? Yeah. Remember the old would I? <laughs> <laughs> so. So here's the. Uh, that was my big comeback. So. <laughs> uh, so uh, a dry drunk is somebody that doesn't drink, but they still have the behaviors and habits of a drunk. They're they you know. They, have, they resent, they're jealous, their anger, all the things that uh, I am. What do you want? To put the thing on. Put what on? So you can see it. What's there to see? It's the clock. Huh? The clock. Oh, what time do we start? At 6.30, 5.30. And we watched uh, some of the Emmys last night. Uh, seeing uh, Patrice uh, made me very happy. Made me happy. Wait, what are your... Dr- wait... Let's go back. What? I, I want to talk about Patrice, but the dry drunk thing. I just told you. It's not drinking, but still having acting and having the same habits and still acting Still being out. paranoid. Not paranoid. Well, paranoid, maybe. Uh, fear. Thinking your wife is cheating on you all the fear. time. Yeah, is well, I've noticed some things around the house. Like fear. What? 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 Bring it up. I'm not going to just start a fight. I don't want to have a fight. Well, all you have to do is bring it up and then let it go. The reason it turns into a fight is because you bring it up under the guise of joking and then you just keep on and keep on and keep on and keep on until I'm in tears. Any guy, okay, think about you, okay, this. Okay, if you bring it up, remember this. You don't have to fight to the death. All right, Nobody okay. needs to die in this conversation. All right, so here's, so here's any guy, when you go on the road and come home and your, and your bathroom towel is in a different place. You're so you're so weird. I'm weird. I hang my towel on think my door. If I let a guy use your, first of all, I would never let anyone in your bathroom because I'm not that cruel. Okay, to strangers to let them. Your bathroom is disgusting. One. Not now. It's clean ever since we. I got a new bathroom. Really? Yeah. Oh, who's cleaning it? I clean it. I clean it. I wipe it down all the time. With your underwear. Yeah, old underwear, not underwear I'm going to wear. Yeah, do you think that's clean? What's that? Do you think that's nice and clean? I use my underwear after I'm done. I put it on the floor and I wipe down like my sink where all the water gets on and maybe the You're toilet disgusting. seat. disgusting. No, You're what? disgusting. You're using your ass to wash your bathroom. No, I don't turn it inside out. I do it on the outside. Doesn't matter. Oh, really? You don't think any particles are... Poking through your cloth. My ass isn't dirty any. I have the cleanest ass in show business. Oh, I, that's I, nice. That's a good thing to brag about when your ear is disgusting. Okay. Well, I didn't say I had the cleanest Why don't you ear. Clean out your ear. Why don't you have the cleanest ears in show business? I have the cleanest ass every time I go to the bathroom, even when First I'm on the all, road. How do you know? Have you have you compared your ass to other asses in I've, show business? And why in showbiz? Why not in New Jersey or you know? Uh, well, that's what I picked. That's the business that I have. People know. I uh, after I go to the bathroom, I bet there's some pretty clean asses. Oh yeah, people get their asses licked a lot. After you, after you, after you go to the bathroom, number two, do you take a wet rag and clean it, or do you just wipe? You probably just wipe. Okay. I don't even wipe. I just drip dry. Okay, <laughs> I drip dry poops. 
So whatever. Nobody I just, wants to no, I don't literally, I can squeeze one. Humor. I can squeeze it that's off. That's bathroom humor. And then, oh, that's where you draw the line? Yeah, I don't oh, do bathroom humor. God. You've never heard me on stage ever do that kind of humor. Name once. Name but once. First of all, who cares? It's easy. It's bathroom humor. It's easy. You put it in your head and it's weird. It's like saying, oh, I never do airline humor or, you know. Bathroom humor is the easiest humor. It's bad. It's not good. It's not good. I've heard some pretty funny bathroom humor jokes. Oh, yeah? Name a good bathroom humor joke. I can't think of it right now. I'll give you a second. (laughs) Okay. Can can I come back on the next podcast and give you a list of funny... Yeah, but if you can't think of something now, I would like to hear it. I've seen you laugh at... What do you? What are you doing? I'm moving my head away from the mic when I eat a grape. <laughs> so people don't complain. I don't want complaints. Uh, We're a day late and I don't uh, want people... I don't want, people waited a whole day for this, oh so I don't want anything god. to go wrong. Oh my god. No one's waiting. People Why don't you do a read? People are so and then happy. I'll, I'll I don't want to do a read. I'll tell my best page I'm story. I'm not doing reads anymore. You do them. No. I'm not doing them anymore. Do one. You do it. I always do them. You do this and then I'll do it. Uh, I'm not doing it. Why? Because it's stupid. How do you know? Why force people to listen to something where we, nobody gets anything out of it? It's just... What do you mean? It's just noise in the... Amazon. Listen, if you're going to go to Amazon, here's the deal. We all go to Amazon. (laughs) I was on Amazon uh, today, matter of fact. I was ordering some uh, DVDs from Amazon. Not DVDs. I ordered a whole, you know, the series, the whole... You did? Which one? uh, That one on Showtime we're watching. Boar. Borges? Borges. Yeah. You know, season second season. So... You if really ordered it? You yeah, digitally ordered it. Yes. Okay. We're you know, we're wrapping up the first season, so and how do we get find damages? How do we find that? We gotta wait till it comes out. Well, how come we don't have it on T V? We don't have direct T V. Huh? We don't? Th- oh. It doesn't appear. I looked I don't really get it, but I looked on my T V. Well a lot of people go to Amazon. Amazon's probably the biggest biggest uh internet uh shopping site probably uh on the internet in the world so uh, if you're gonna go there go to riotcast.com slash my wife hates me click the amazon button and then we'll get money there you have it not a lot believe me not a lot i mean we're getting better money uh, i just from uh sound what's it called sound exchange yeah they're they're good they get you money from uh all the people that play your stuff on radio. Saturday, I played. Uh, I was at Governor's over the weekend. Great, great club. Great. They just turned all those clubs around. Those guys, Mark, Jimmy, uh, his wife. What's Jimmy's wife's name? Laura. Laura. Yes. Great, great clubs. And Governor's was. It was so much fun. So Saturday, I played Beth Page, and to me, I like. Wait, I, those clubs. What about them? Gov- what are they called again? Governors, McGuire's, and Brokerage. McGuire's? Have I ever been to that club? No. No. Where's that one? On Long Island. Hmm. These guys have a, a, a lot on Long Island. I got fired from the Brokerage once. You got fired? I got fired from the Brokerage. How long ago? I don't know. A couple years weeks? and years ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago. What happened? Um, it, Those guys didn't own it then. No. Somebody else. I don't even know the name of the guy who was... The guy who it. owned it, his name was Gary. 
and the jerk off that booked it was Nick Verminsky. He was a real douchebag. That's the guy I think that fired me. Yeah, he was a douchebag. So I went there. Um, Mike, oh, no, Mike. What's his name? Dean Avidala. Is that his name? I, yeah, I guess. I, I can't pronounce the last name. Um, very funny comedian. Uh, but he, uh, he was the MC. I was the middle act. And then the headliner was um, Mark Unger, whose brother owns Magoobie's Comedy Club. Andrew Unger. Yeah, nice Which club. Which is a great club. And, um, but anyway, so Andrew was the uh, headliner. And I, when I, you know, the MC, you know, Dean really got no laughs. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it really was not like... And then I went on, and it was a bachelor party, and they were being rude and loud and whatever. And I, I kind of thought I was taking control. Um, I gave them a lot of attention because they were so many. They, they were probably over half the percentage of the people in the room, and uh, which was maybe a mistake to give them that much attention early on. Anyway, I could never really get my show back on track. And I looked even for the... The room, the the security or whatever, the the bouncer or somebody to come and tell them to shut up. They never would. Nobody came and did anything. So finally, you know, whatever. I did the best I could. I finished. I got off. And that Nick guy made me come sit with him at the bar. Ugh. And then he was like, t he told me everything that I did wrong. And I was like, uh huh, yeah, okay. But at some point, I just shut down because it was like too much. It was like, I mean. Then he just started getting meaner and meaner. The more I shut down, the meaner he got. And then he was even like, you might get your five minutes on television, but you're never going to become a, you know, a real comedian. Well, I guess he had some insight. I mean, <laughs> so. very, very funny, Rich. He and was such an asshole. He gave. He used to lecture everybody. He, he, then then he, I was like, well, I, I must have rolled my eyes or something. Then he goes, you know what? You're fired. And I said, I don't know, because at that point I kind of had it. You know, I have attitude just pouring out of me. I can't bottle it up. And, you know, if somebody's telling me every single thing that's wrong with me. I, I exude a smell. Now, I don't know what it is, but people, men get very angry at me a lot. Uh-huh. Even when I'm not saying anything. So it must have something to do with, like, my attitude or... Like, ugh, I must have that kind of, like, snotty look on my face. Like, uh, you're not, Well, you're not likable. And he didn't like me. And he fired me. And I went, all right, well, I'll just get paid then. And, um, you know, whatever. He threw the money at me practically. And I went and sat in Dean's car and cried until the show was over. I, didn't, I did not want to let him see me cry. I hate when girls cry. They use it. No, no, no. This was real. Okay. Really? The, no, not you're saying like I did it on purpose? No one saw me until Dean and Mark came out into the car and was like, what's the matter? <laughs> Why is this kind of thing keep happening to me? The thing was, was that the bachelor party walked out during Mark Unger's set. So they were all filing into the bar while I was getting fired. So they watched me get fired. And then it's not like obviously Mark Unger was having a killer set. They all left during... His show. That's because they had to go to the phase two of their bachelor party. I guess so. Well, that guy was such an asshole. He used to give me lectures and go oh. fuck yourself. What do you know? He was a carpenter that did work in the club and they said, do you want to book the club? Plus, he was dating. I think he, 
uh, Brett Butler for a while. He was just a oh, well, then he knew asshole. what he was talking about. He was just such an asshole. And bachelor parties. I, this is the story I wrote. Here's the little bit I wrote in Stepping Out magazine that a lot of people have haven't. You want to well, read, it read it to them? Why not read it to them? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna read the whole thing to people right now. Yeah, to read it real quick. You're good, and then we can read the article. The, the. Oh my god, there's a lot of reading. Rich Voss, open letter to my audience. Did anybody ever? No, that's why I wanted to read it now. No one's ever. I wrote. How? When did I write this? How long ago? I don't know. Six months like, ago. No, about two months ago. I'm not good with time. Um. My parents divorced when I was seven years old. I, being a narcissist at quite an early age, before it was popular or talked about, didn't blame the divorce on myself. I blame my younger brother and older sister. They were very unlikable then and now. That's kind of funny. My mom struggled to support three kids. My dad popped in every few weeks to make a quick cameo. Discipline, lecture, out to eat, couple of bucks, see you next time. Well, needless to say, I wasn't getting the attention a seven-year-old narcissist deserved. I went through life doing every negative thing I could possibly do to get the attention I craved as a child. Negative attention being better than no attention. Vandalism, stealing, playing hooky from public and Hebrew school. I ended up dropping out of school, starting a remodeling business, and really got into drugs. Then I lost the business, lost my apartment, and did more drugs. One night, I went to a comedy show with my Coke dealer. It was a blast and brought up good memories of my childhood when I listened to comedy albums to escape my crappy upbringing. I decided this is what I wanted to do in life. I started progressing pretty quickly and making money after my first year doing stand-up, and then I discovered crack. I spent the next two years as a full-blown crack addict while still managing to get on stage every night. I closed with a male go-go dancer bit that I still blame on the drugs. I finally checked myself into rehab and haven't picked up a drink or drug since. That was over 26 years ago. I've come a long way in comedy, and one of the reasons is because I get validation from complete strangers that I didn't get growing up. And the reason I've shared all this is so that you'll understand when I tell you, pretty girl that got attention her whole life, drunk midlife guy, anniversary couple, certain urban youths, bachelorette, bachelor parties, guys trying to impress a date, person offended by anything a white person says because it's politically incorrect all of you shut your fucking mouths when i'm on stage unless i ask you a question nobody gives a fuck what you have to say do not try to get validation while i am getting validation i have spent many years dealing with my horrible upbringing and found a way to have it pay off and and i found a way to have it pay off for me you now have to find your own avenue for your horribleness. Just don't do it while I'm on stage. Thank you and good luck. Voss. That's pretty good, isn't it? That was a great article. I can't believe you wrote that all by yourself. Uh, how come I didn't get any emails after that? The, way, the response is, uh, I didn't. The response is what? I edited that article for Well, you me. edited some of it, yeah. You yeah. helped. But yeah. I wrote yeah, most you, of it. It was one... And it was one. You did it was punctuation. Totally, yes, I did punctuation. It was one run-on. Well, I sent sense. a letter. I was here. I'll tell you another letter. I'm not great at punctuation. That's what you helped me with punctuation on the letter. And can I just say this about that brokerage club? The what? guy made me come back and do the next night again. So you didn't get fired. You got no, fired? he got fired, and then he said I had to come back, and I said I wasn't coming back, and my manager made me go back because I owed my manager seven hundred dollars, and he said either you go back or you pay back the money. Yeah. And so I had to go back, and the 
thing was is that I had to go in early and he gave me a half hour lecture on my act, what I needed to improve on. And then I had to go on stage and do his suggestions, which I didn't do because who could possibly a fucking carpenter's giving you a dumb carpenter's telling you how to do comedy. But I did much better, A, because it was a Saturday night and B, there was no bachelor party. And I came off and he goes, as he's paying me, he goes, you see how much better you are since you've taken my notes? Here's the deal. Nick Verminsky, if you're listening to this, please, please go fuck yourself, okay? Because you were mean. He does seem like the kind of guy who's tried to at least blow himself. You were mean to comics. You're a carpenter. I hope you have your, your, your tool belt on right now and you're fucking deep... Deep knee deep into into sheetrock dust or whatever. I can't okay. believe you. What wrote that article? Made me read that whole article. I was hoping you'd read it again because maybe some people are turning tuning in late. How do they tune in late? It's not a radio show. They started at the beginning. Oh, are yeah. you kidding me yeah. right now? No. How about somebody walks in? Somebody's listening to it. Then somebody walks into the room and goes, "Oh, are you listening to my wife hates me?" And and here's it from here from here on. Okay, so ma- people don't always get the whole thing. Anyhow, so Bonnie did help me with punctuation. This might be one of our all-time worst podcasts. This is the, one of the best podcasts. No, it's not. Why? Because I read your article. No, we talked about bay windows. You getting fighters? A lot of stuff. We're Come coming. on, let's keep going. So I, I got to get to my hair removal story. I okay. Uh, talk about the Emmys. Uh, I played Beth Page, but I was very upset. The Greens were. Punched, which is you know aerated, which you can play on them. But not only, well, hold on, not only were they aerated, no, there was shit. They were unplayable. The greens were unplayable. And Beth Page is an event. It's not like playing golf. It's great. It's my favorite course. I play the best courses around the country. I love playing there. It's 155 bucks. I get a hotel nobody the night. Nobody cares. Be- this is all information. Nobody cares. You go to Beth Page. It's a great experience. Uh, it wasn't good. I wrote a letter here. Yeah, Bonnie, I wrote- read the letter. You want to read the letter? Yeah. This is without She's Bonnie, though. She didn't help me with the punctuation. I was upset. 155 bucks. First of all, this letter is over a half page of just... There's no... There's no uh, paragraphs... There's no space. It's like it's just a mass of words on a well, page. Well, because I print because. Okay, Mrs. Wintenberg, thank you for taking the time out to read this letter. Period. My name is Rich Voss. I do stand-up comedy and travel all over the country performing. Period. I have the pe- pleasure of playing some of the best courses in the area I work. Period. I have played Harbortown, Innisbrook, Doral, PGA National, San Francisco Golf Club, Cal Club. Baltastroll. Baltastroll, Plainfield Country Club, Sawgrass, TPC Sugarloaf, and the list goes on and on, period. Hands down, my favorite course to play is Beth Page. Beth Page Black. It's to me not only golf, it's an event, period. I played there, sat, oct 22, was told before I played the greens were punched, period. Now I have played the black course after it has been punched and many other courses after they were punched, period. And most times it was acceptable, period. When I played sat, the greens were almost unplayable. Not only were they punched, they weren't cut. Sand on the greens, major patches were there was pretty much no green at all beyond the regular irrigation a course would get period a major disappointment period i came out friday night 
got hotel room, then paid $155 for what really wasn't golf period. I love your course and we'll come back no matter what. I think if it's possible, maybe I can get a rain check or at least half a rain check period. Believe me, I've never written a letter in my life. Well, I don't think that was necessary to write. I think everyone knows. Believe me, I have... Believe is spelled wrong. Believe me, I've never written a letter in my life for any type of refund. It was just such a letdown period. And I hope you can see my point period. My ID number is blank. My phone number blank. Address blank. Thanks again for your time, Rich Foss. I like how you put Rich Foss there like you're, you forgot her name and you're calling her Rich Foss. Thanks you know, again problem, for your time, Rich Foss. The only problem with that is a little punctuations left out. There's some sentences here that make almost no sense. But it's like when you're reading it, you're trying to figure out what's what do you, happening. As do you you like, what do you like better, my uh, article? Your article's divine. Uh, can you uh, do your Gamefly read? I don't, you know, go to Gamefly. If you go to Gamefly, you get two weeks free trial and you get a, don't you? 15-day free trial. That's it right there. Oh. I, no, you got to oh. read it like they. I don't have to read. I don't have to do shit. You do. We're no, being sponsored. Really? If they're sponsoring us, they would pay us. What we're doing is we're begging people to use a company that'll give us a kickback. Yes, okay. sponsoring. Yeah, no, it's not. If, 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 if they want us to, to promote their company in a, in a way that they want, then they have to pay us up front. If they want us to promote their company in the way that we want, then this is exactly how they should do it. And this is how you should do it. Fuck Gamefly. You can't say fuck. They're, that's how I. That's how I promote things. I say yeah. fuck Gamefly, and people go, "Oh yeah, that's cool." You can't say fuck to to the uh, our employer. It's not our employer. Yes, Gamefly and Amazon are. are no, new they're not. No, they're not. I think we made 32 bucks from them last month. Well, I didn't see a penny of it. Neither did I. I think we, we, we put it back into... Uh, By the into way, I bought Rich a birthday present, and he didn't want to go. Mm, didn't like it. So maybe buy him a sweatshirt instead. <laughs> First of all, your birthday present that you originally got me, you didn't buy. You reserved. Well, because I didn't know what day that you wanted to do it. And I'll go do it anytime you want to do it. Okay. Then why'd you say, I don't want to do that. I'd rather have this sweatshirt when we were in TJ Maxx. Well, at that moment, I wanted a sweatshirt. And I always buy you stuff. I like that when you buy me stuff. Sometimes it makes me feel good. Like during, uh, on our anniversary last week, I bought you flowers and you didn't get me anything on our anniversary. Um, I was pretty uh, depressed. Yeah, I did. What? I got you a kind word. I don't. We don't get shit for each other on anniversaries. No, no. We, we. Here's the thing. You don't get things for me. I get stuff for you on everything. On St. Patrick's Day, on Groundhog's Day, every I don't holiday. I remember getting something on Groundhog's Day. You didn't get anything on Groundhog's Day. No. Uh, well, on on your birthday, I always get you the best presents on the planet. And then I brought you home a big bouquet of flowers on, on our anniversary. And you, took you out you, to do, dinner. Do your read, because I got to go just... I did a read. I just heard Raina. Gamefly. Just do Gamefly. No, I don't want to do it. It's a 15-day two-day trial. It sounds good. All right. Just go to Gamefly and do... Here, hold on. Do this. 
Hurry up back, because I know they, they do like hearing me alone, most people, but I have to throw Bonnie in on this, you know. It's how it is. Uh, hold on, Gamefly. Go to Gamefly.com slash my wife. Slash wife. Go to Gamefly.com slash wife. Uh, 15-day, two-disc free trial. There you have it. I'm tired of doing those dumb reads. I need some big reads. Why wasn't like Rolex or, you know... Uh, Mercedes or BMW, call me. You know, I'll do some serious reads for you guys. You know, uh, whew. well, I played some golf today with my daughter. Uh, I've noticed on Twitter, uh, Colin is acting out. I'm going to have to respond or give him a call and put him in his place. Uh, we shot a pilot, well, a sizzle reel last week. A sizzle reel we shot last week. Uh, myself, Keith Robinson, and Jim Norton. A sizzle a, reel. What did we shoot last week? A pilot, a mini pilot. Not for air pilot. A not for air pilot. And uh, a big company put a lot of money behind it with Keith Norton and myself, and hopefully it'll go. We had a lot of fun doing it. Everybody, it was Bonnie's idea. Bonnie was a brainchild, and, uh, and we all had a great time doing it. And we, everybody came through. So hopefully this gets picked up and we get a TV show and then someday we could be on the Emmys. Because if we get a TV show, we can stop doing the podcast. No, right? I'll always do the podcast. Forever. Our, these people want this podcast. No, they don't. When you they say do. people, it's like... it's like That guy Lambert who brought me cupcakes, he listens every day. I know. Some people like it and I, you know, I, I like those people. I'm glad they like it. But it, I mean, it's Here's not like it's not like a popular thing. Here's the thing. Anybody that tries to be, I want to be popular. Like, anybody that tries to be like the comics on Opie and Anthony or like Opie and Anthony or any, and says anything negative in a tweet gets blocked. That's all. I yeah, don't and then they come to me and they're like, "Hey, tell yeah, your husband well, they're I was, they're trying, trying to, be to be funny." Well, then don't try. You're not funny. None of you. I know. I'm but not you're, funny. You're that kind of comic. You're like, what do you call it? Caustic and stuff. So. Like like the sports announcer, Bob? Bob Costick? Yeah. That's a funny SNL bit. Bob Costick. <laughs> um, How cool was it to see Patrice on the Emmys last night, huh? Yeah. That was pretty I cool. I mean, it was cool. It was bittersweet. Yeah, well, obviously, it's not like, hey, you know, but at least, thank God, they didn't, you know, leave him I didn't out. Think that, I honestly didn't think that he was getting on there. Oh, I, are you kidding me? Uh... And that guy Louis 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 C.K. Louis C.K. I think is that him. I Louis, don't know him. He won a couple. He won some Emmys. Louis C.K. Was there any he didn't win? C.K. Right? Is it C.K.? Shut up! A joke's been played. He uh, like I I'll tell you the truth. I don't know his. You tell the truth always on the podcast. I always fucking tell the truth. Well, then why do you say it? Because uh, I bring it up. I like that's how I talk. Okay. Here's to the tell, thing. To tell you the truth, I. I really like you know his material. I don't know, like I don't really watch comics. I'll watch, I'll watch Colin. I watched Patrice once in a while. Did you see Bobby. in the room? No, no. Uh, you know, there's certain comics, but very seldom do I watch comics. You know, on the road sometimes I watch a few minutes of somebody, or if there's a hot, cute new female comic, I'll watch a couple minutes, and that'll 
really, you know, get played in like a minute and a half. You go, ugh. But it's not so, true. There's good com- girl comics out there. Yeah, the cute ones, the new cute ones, they're all right. There's no not cute ones. They're all cute, the new girls? They're all cute, yeah. So, uh, anyhow, I, I don't know what bit, what part of the Emmys, but Louis, I guess they play like, you know, 30 seconds of one of his bits, and it, 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 was, it hit home, it was so true. He talked about when he was in the pool, and he was playing with his kid in the pool, Mm-hmm. You know, in his arm, and then a kid, yeah, that's and then funny. another kid jumped on. Kind of, but it's so like he threw him off. It goes, it was like a rat. Yeah. It is because like when another kid has that ever happened to you, in a, it's happening yes. in the pool. It's like don't touch me. You're not my kid. And when he said, I started cracking up because it was so real. That's that's it, man. That's what he does. Well, it was funny. It was really um, funny. But yeah, I was thinking about that, um, like how at the park, you know, a little kid will come and like play with Rain and I, and then. I'm usually just trying to like somehow avoid that kid. Well, like one time we were at the park and, and Raina was like, I don't know, we we're playing with a ball, and then the the kid kept throwing the ball back to me, this other kid, and I didn't want to play with him, and then I threw it really hard, so he'd have to go, and then um, he was like gone, and I go, oh darn. And then he goes, you said a bad word, like really loud. And the parents all turned and looked at me. And I was like, darn is dumb, a bad word. What a dumb. Today when I was picking Raina. Shut up, you dumb shit. Fuck, when I was picking up, it was probably Nick Ferminski's kid. I know, uh, but he was like, oh, it was so awful. I was like, I, I didn't even want to be playing with you <laughs> this whole time. Well, today when I was picking Raina up from kindergarten, <coughs> like she was hiding behind a wall. And there was some kid there going, Raina's not here. And he was trying to block me to go from, to get to uh-huh. her. And I noticed myself start pushing the kid. He's a kid like, get the fuck out of my way. Right. I wanted to knock him down. Like, but he's kindergarten. I can't, you can't push a kindergarten kid over, can you? Well, I mean, you can, it's easy, but you shouldn't. Is it, I mean, if he's blocking you, he pretty much, he started it, right? Right. I mean, if we went to court... I go, look, the kid started. I was going to pick up my daughter, and he's blocking me, right? You're you're 100% right. I didn't push him. I wanted to. I'm thinking. Any jury push? would be on your side on this That's one. That's what I'm trying to say. What else did you want to talk about? How I kicked your ass in tennis yesterday? I just, I wasn't, I wasn't into it. I was too tired. Well, yesterday? Tonight, we're going to have a rematch. Rich is good at tennis, and I don't get it. You like won't he walk he won't walk to the tennis court which is five minute walk he says it's too far he has to drive to the tennis court he you know but he's like that with the gym he always has to park like he'll wait like five minutes for someone to pull out of a closer parking spot when we're going into the gym like it makes no sense and so if I hit one across court I just I I had for my water bottle like I think in my head there's no way he's gonna get it and somehow miraculously. It shows back up on my side of the court. How does it happen? Flying backhand, baby. You're like I was thinking yesterday. Like you're good at sports. I mean, you're good at golf. You're good at tennis. I don't know how you're good at tennis, but you're good at tennis. Are you good at other sports? Uh huh. How Baseball. are you good at sports when you're such a baby and you're such a whiner? And and also while we're playing play- tennis, he's constantly complaining, and he's like. Oh, I mean, it's like, no, yeah, was, when we're waiting, like you're waiting for me to serve or something, you're like, oh, it's like so it's, it's, it's psychology. I'm psyching you out, baby. 
We played sports. That's all we did growing up, man. Baseball was really good in baseball. Really good. But how could uh, and, like a, and basketball? I was a sucky fucking, kid like you be good at anything. I was really good in basketball too. I was back in the day. I was just good in. I was good how in could sports. You go through their legs. Woo! <laughs> Bonnie got me on that one. She got me on that one. Got me on that one. <laughs> it's Bonnie with the comebacks. What else? Go through their legs. Zing. What else uh, do we see on the Emmys? Uh, that guy Aziz, he's he's gonna get famous. That kid. Please, these jokes are not good no. or funny I know. or entertaining. Or but he came out. He's really fucking. And you're gonna mask your jealousy. No, I'm not jealous. Well, that kid's going well, places. First of all, I'm not jealous at all. That, that, I think I told the story on podcast no. maybe where Aziz was. Yeah. Did I tell it already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But you always tell me stories 10 times. Well, he was just, I mean, I don't want to bore our four listeners. That oh, listen there goes the four listener joke again. <laughs> I mean, the ones that listen all the time. I was going into the bathroom of the cell and Aziz. I had to walk past. He was waiting to go on. And he was talking to himself. Uh-huh. And as I walked by, I turned and he saw me look at him. And then he kind of like looked and I said, I can't remember what I said now. I said something like, uh, it's going to be fine, you know? And he goes, I know it's going to be fine. Like, he was so defensive. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> only so weird. comic I'm jealous of. Probably. I know it's going to be fine. You know those people? Yeah. The only comic I think I'm jealous <gasps> of is uh, Seinfeld, because I think I could have had what he had. That's the only comic. Seinfeld and Ray Romano. Those are the only two, because I could have probably done what they've done. You... Are you joking, obviously, because you are so afraid of a script, it's not even funny. No, I'm not. How good did I act? How good did I do last week on our pilot, huh? Yeah, there was no How script. Good? But any time, like... Oh, at even, the end, there was no script? Even No, the there was, you did not have yeah. to memorize a script. They they It was hard what you were doing, and you were doing it great. But they were basically telling you what was on the paper, and then you had to kind of yeah, regurgitate it back in your own way. Yeah, they were feeding me what they wanted to hear. And, right. Yes. So that's not a script. A script is memorizing yes. the lines. And any time that I say I want to do something where you have to memorize lines, you get, I can't do it, I can't. It's that's not, not my fun. Thing. It's not, okay, but that's what Seinfeld did, and that's what Ray Romano yeah, did. Yeah, but they did so it in their own words. Say, they, like, I could have had that. They did it in their own words. No, they didn't. They. You don't I think Seinfeld, so you don't think they, yeah, they wrote for Seinfeld in his own words because it was based around his character. That's in his Seinfeld words. Seinfeld took a script home every night and learned. Yes, but it was easy for him because it was in his voice. Do you understand? But it's it, different to be an actor on like Rich, went, what you think anybody's going to write a part for you that's not in your voice. Like, do you really think I'm going to sit here and be like, okay, you're uh, a Russian spy? No, I'm going to be like, you know Rich Foss says this. Guess what? His wife says this. I don't know if you know this. His daughter says this. His but I don't know if you know this. They're coming out with Taken 2. Taken 2. How dumb is his kid? Or how dumb are those parents? Did they let the kid go on another well, vacation? obviously, it's going to be another parent's kid goes missing, and they call him for help because he's already done it once. You think so? I, I, love I really have no idea. That just really shot out of my mouth. But I can't imagine that the kid gets lost twice. Not lost, taken. Whatever. That's it. It's called not lost. It's called taken. The kid wasn't you got lost. Me on that one. The kid was taken. Well, it seems we're almost done. 
So uh, anything you want to say now of importance? Uh, this week I'll be at the Funny Stop Comedy Club in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, I'm Thursday, in. Friday, and Saturday. This I'm this important. week. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. By the way, week. our movie's going to be screened. Oh, November. Wait, hold on. Let's get the exact date. November 11th. Wait, make sure it's November 11th. It is November 11th. I can't believe I ate. I can't believe how many grapes I ate. I don't even, like, I'm not even a, really that much of a grape eater, but they were in front of me. Uh, it's November 10th. Okay. November 10th. Okay, sorry. November 10th at 1 p.m. At Caroline's. At Caroline's. So one in the afternoon at Caroline's. And then there's going to be a uh, a panel, some Q&A after. It's during the New York Comedy Festival. $15 a ticket. Unless you're a comic or industry. Comics and industry get in Well, free. how do you define someone as a comic? Come on. If, if Bobby Kelly came in, we wouldn't charge him $15. Okay, right. But there's like a thousand people well, that have done it two or three times. So they're really... Comic or industry getting free. Public. Where they have a card that they're going to show people? How well, are they going to prove that they're? Well, we're not going to charge door? comics and industry, so it makes no sense. What? I'm not in charge of the door, so I guess if you can. But what were you saying, comedian? What are you saying? What do you? I don't want to charge comedians, but it's a weird thing to say. Oh, comedians getting free? Then everyone will be like, I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. No. Well, and how are people going to judge it? I mean, how are people going to? Well, no. How? That's what I'm saying. Well, I have know? someone at and the also, door. do you... But if somebody says they're a comedian... No, you gotta be... I'm talking a working comic. Working comics A name in. comedian that people no. know? No, working comics. Uh, Bobby Kelly was in the movie, so that's a bad example. Okay, what he means, folks, is comedians that were in the movie get in free. No, oh, no. Oh, that's nice. That's, no. No, that's a sweet thing to do. No, comics... Who, like, if a comic came in that you... That you if Ken Alexandra walked in, of course, yeah, he'd, he'd get in for free. Yeah. If, if Nate Bergassi walked in, he'd get but in they're free. they're not listening to the podcast, is my point. That they would just, of course, go into Caroline's for free. Well, listen, people want to support. I mean, you know, it's 15 lousy bucks to get in. It was just a silly thing to say on the podcast. What, the comics and industry getting free? Yes. Yes. Okay, it's 15 for everybody across the board. One o'clock, Saturday. Unless you can prove your industry, that nebulous area called industry or comedians. If you have a, you know what, go make a business card that says I'm a comedian and industry and you'll get in free. All you have to do is show your card. I mean, what? A, we don't want to make any money at all. Well, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? Announce over? A lot of comics I wouldn't listen. have announced that part of it. That's like sort of a part that's like unsaid. You don't put that on the poster. You don't put that in the flyer. Well, a lot you of just kind of don't say that part. And when you're talking to your friends, you're like, yeah, of course you get in free. All right. It's $15 across the board for everybody except comics and industry. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have a lot of comics that listen to this. So I don't want them to think. There's no comics. that. Are you kidding me? You think our comics? friends listen to this? No. A lot of comics listen to this. I, when I was in L.A., people were coming up to me from every club. Love the podcast. They're just saying that. Well, that means they listen to it. Randy's got a new tennis racket. Todd Glass listens to it. I don't think anymore. Todd Glass, you would get in free. Okay. Todd Glass. Well, he's in the movie. You're in the movie. You get in free. Andy Kindler, you get in the movie. You're in the movie. You get in free. Louis C.K.'s on the movie. Does he get in free? No. Let that motherfucker pay. That guy Aziz isn't in the movie. Does he pay? Um, 
if I say it, go up to him and I go, you're going to be okay. If he goes, I know, I know I'm okay. He pays? Then he pays. Ricky Gervais? Ricky Gervais is not real. You know that, right? Seth MacFarlane. He's my brother. Do uh, you have a brother? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name is Seth MacFarlane. Can you imagine that? If he was related to you, we'd be on easy street. Would we? Or we'd just be like the sad, like, <laughs> know. you know, those sad siblings or, you know, like, like worms, like worms. I don't know what that means, but, um, you know, like what like Kate Hudson, like there's, there's families where every single person in the family is famous except for one sibling. Why Kate Hudson has a sibling? She's got a brother. So her mom is famous. Her dad is famous. She's well, her, famous. Her father, Rock. Her ex-husband's famous. Who's her ex-husband? Some. Goldie Hawn's ex-husband has an ex-husband? No, Kate Hudson's ex-husband. She has, she's married? He was a musician. Oh. Oh, yeah. What, what you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> it has me in two years. All right. So uh, November 10th. I didn't even get to my hair removal story, so remind me next week to talk about... Well, your hair removal? How your it was back feels so much smoother. No. It's so complicated. It's threading. I'd have to, like, explain it. All right. Let's wrap this one up. This one goes in the archives. This is a good one. What are we going to call this one? Give me a title. We don't have to do this on air. We can let the people go, and we can decide on a name. Because I'm going to write it in right now. So. How about the name is um, Crazy Persons? Hey, that's a good name. How do you like that one? How was <laughs> kindergarten today? Great. Okay, you don't have to yell. It's a microphone. You don't have to yell. It picks up your voice. Do you like your new boots? Yes. Who, <laughs> who do you like better, Katy Perry or Daddy? Katy Perry. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Bye. We got to go, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Hasta la vista. Hasta vista. Whatever, whatever that means. Okay, okay. Cuyahoga Falls Comedy Stop this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. If you enjoyed My Wife Hates Me, subscribe and check out all the great podcasts at riotcast.com. She really hates him. It's really true. Why did she marry this jackass Jew? Some people say that opposites attract, but this seems more like a suicide pact. He's totally sober. She's not that drunk. He's really old and she's got some spunk. He's totally holy as an asinine bum and she's just a little less dumb. She really hates him. It's really true. That's somewhere deep down. She loves him too.